Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, what I'm going to be teaching about tonight is following the Holy Spirit. So as I was studying and before Pastor even uh, texted me five different dates, <laughs> the Lord had just placed it on my heart to really start studying about the Holy Spirit. So that's what I'm going to be teaching on tonight. So um, we're going to talk about, we're going to start off about who is the Holy Spirit. Do you guys know who the Holy Spirit is? Well, Tyler said yes. No one else said anything. All right. And Shelly, really, Anna, don't raise your hand. Say yes. <laughs> Amen. Well, the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just thank you tonight, Father, for your word, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you're going to do here tonight, God. Hallelujah. Woo. We praise you tonight, God. My first scripture is John 14, 26. I'm getting like Nikki. I got three Bibles. Amen. Hallelujah. It's in the amplified version. I always forget it's on the back wall. But I have it on my paper. Thank you, Tyler. Amen. Amen. So, but the comforter, mine doesn't say that. I'm going to read mine, but you guys can look at that one. Mine says, but the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. And he will help you remember everything that I told you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have a helper. That's, that's the first word it references. And it says helper. And a helper is a person that helps or gives assistance, support, etc. So let's go to Genesis 2.18, and then we'll come back here. I'm going to read it in my New Living Translation. She probably already got it up because she's fast. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Hallelujah. So when God created Eve, he created a helper for Adam. Amen. He said, I will make a helper fit for him. Imply someone, a helper who is suitable for the task, not a maid, not an assistant, but a companion that corresponds to Adam. So as he took out his rib, boom, boom. This word literally meaning earth creature. 
being of the same nature as him and of the same. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us some things about helpers. It says helpers give us help from trouble for the help of man is useless because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice for he will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor also and him who has no helper. Our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The Greek word used here in reference to the Holy Spirit is parakletos, which means one who is called to one side, one called alongside, especially to help. So Jesus specifically left the Holy Spirit here with us to help us. So that means that when you need anything, you should know where to go. So we should not be in a state of depression. We should not be in a state of uh, feeling like we don't have enough, lack. We should not be in a state of uh, we don't have the wisdom. Because the Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, he has the mind of Christ. So do we. So there's nothing that we should lack. Number one. So let's go back to John 14, 26. How many of you guys use the Holy Spirit daily? Thank you, Anna. Hallelujah. She's learning. Praise God. That thing always... So we should be building our lives around God and the Holy Spirit. He should be number one. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your husband, not your wife, not your children, not your grandchildren. And I'm talking to myself. He should be number one. So if your business isn't thriving... You ain't using the Holy Ghost like you're supposed to. If anything in your life is lacking, you haven't turned to the one. I'm just saying, and I'm talking to myself too, because this is why I'm saying it, because he told me some things. When he was giving me this message, right after Pastor uh, texted me, and he started giving me some stuff, and I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. And then... I was supposed to go another direction, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. One, listening to him. Sometimes we think that we can do it by ourselves. But what does that scripture say? Okay, the first one was helper. We already read about what a helper is. How about let's, let's go comforter. What's a comforter? I'm going to tell you. I had to take pictures. So everything that's in this scripture is everything that we need. Everything. Nothing is lacking in this scripture. And Jesus left us with them. Well.
Okay, comforter. Someone who will help us along the path, who will aid us in whatever we are facing, who will be there for us no matter what the circumstances are. Amen. So we're never alone. The Holy Spirit is with us 24 7. Every day, every night, every morning. So when you get up on the wrong side of the bed, when you get up with a bad attitude, the Holy Spirit is right there. Amen. I mean, He will never leave us. The Bible tells us that. So if I get up and I stub all of my toes, I hit my head, and I'm just in a bad mood when I go to work. There should be no reason why I can't just raise my hands and thank them for the victory and thank the Holy Spirit for being with me, for loving me, for helping me. Amen. So let's go to the next one, advocate. An advocate is... Like I don't know how to work my phone. One who pleads another's cause, who helps another by defending or comforting him. So we have an advocate who's always pleading our case, who is always talking to God on our behalf. Yeah, hallelujah. hallelujah. We can never go wrong in consulting the Holy Spirit on any of our dealings. We cannot. Because how are we going to get to where God wants us to be if we don't even spend time with him? If we don't even know him? If we don't even talk to him? If we don't even recognize his voice? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next one is intercessor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An intercessor is someone who prays, petitions, or begs God in favor of another person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We have somebody that's not only pleading our case, but he's praying. He's praying and petitioning God for the things that we ask for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, people. Get excited about that. You got, you have the Holy Ghost. He, he's in here. Well, I don't know. Since y'all ain't excited, maybe he ain't in there. I don't know. Amen. Is he in there? All right, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Counselor. A counselor, he provides assistance, support, release, relief, advocacy, and guidance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, question. Why is it that we always seem to think we need professional help? When we got the counselor who has all the answers, who knows the beginning. He was there from the beginning. I don't know. 
don't know. And I'm not, hey, I do it too, because I was supposed to bring my son tonight. He was slow playing. <laughs> slow playing, so I rolled out. Mm-hmm. And then when I got on the road, I, the spirit of the Lord was like, you probably should have waited for him, because he needs this. So there you go. Me trying to get to church when I could have bought him and he could have maybe got touched tonight. How many times do we do what we want to do instead of turning to the Holy Spirit to see if that's what he wants us to do? I'll wait. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And that's what we need to get away from. I mean, pastor's been preaching on put God first. If the Holy Spirit not with us, is he not part of the Godhead? So if we ignore him, isn't that the same thing as ignoring Jesus and God? We should be on our knees every day. Praying in our words. Amen. So some of the things that we need to do is stay in the flow of the one who lives inside of us. Because he has a flow. We need, to, we need to be able to know his voice. We need to be able to know what he's saying when he's saying it. We need to be able to do what he asks us to do. Because we're not going to be able to finish our race if we don't. Well, I mean, the Holy Spirit left heaven to dwell in us, to dwell in believers, to make us his home. Come on, people. Y'all Christians. You need to be reflecting, reflecting the love of God, reflecting Every day, the Holy Spirit might want you to get up and go talk to a few of your coworkers, or maybe somebody in the grocery store. He might want you to minister. That's why it's important for us to get out, get to the hospital, get thee to the hospital, and get thee downtown. Because what you have is not for you. It's for somebody else. So if you don't know how to minister, or I hear this all the, well... You know, I really don't know what to say. What? <laughs> the Holy Spirit should be speaking to you. And we have the word. He will speak to us through his word. Right. When you walking down, he speaks to us all the time walking downtown. Ask Andrew. One time we was down there ministering. It was funny. Me and Andrew. And these people came up. <laughs> And Andrew said, he started ministering to him, and he was like, because um, he said something about them going to hell on a grease pole. And I was cracking up. But as soon as he said that, they, the whole atmosphere changed, and they gave their lives to the Lord, and they wasn't even from Oklahoma. So that was by the Spirit. That was by the Spirit. He will tell us what to say. He will give us words to say. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to give the Holy Spirit his proper place in our lives. Where is he at in yours? 
Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Ooh, my goodness. Hallelujah. <laughs> how we respond to the Holy Spirit shows how much we honor him. Is it hard to get up front and run like Brandon does? Yep. But he be taking it off like that. Because he don't care. He's following the Holy Ghost. If you can't raise your hand, if you can't sing, people. That's not, that's not the word. That's not the word. We need to be doing the word. At all times. Not just when we hear. <laughs> the Holy Spirit has come to be our ever-present companion. Because we're running a divine race. And we need guidance. We're not going to get everything right. That's why God left them. Because he knew. He knew that we don't have what it takes on our own. So he sent the comforter. The standby. The helper. So I should. Look now I'm thinking I should be walking down the street like George Jefferson. Because who I got with me at all times, when you go to the hospital in downtown, the Holy Spirit is with you. And he will never leave you or fail you. Can't fail. So what's the problem? Whew. In the sense of putting God first, you got to put him first. Because he's part of the Godhead. Jesus is gone. He can't do it. We have to do it. We, us, winners, read the wall. So the next time I'm downtown, I'm going to be looking, looking, looking. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go to oh, one more thing. How well we run our race is going to be affected by how well we listen. So if you ain't listening, you can't hear, you doing your own thing, how are you going to finish the race that God has for you? How? How are you going to fulfill the plan of God in your life? You can't. Amen. First John 4, 4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You didn't leave us helpless. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just is all that. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. My, thank you, Lord. We have to stay hooked up to the greater one. Our lives should reflect his greatness because he's great and he's called us to be great. So your life needs to reflect that. 
Well, the Holy Spirit will help us in every area of our lives. Our greatest success comes when we follow the Holy Spirit. How do you think pastor has seen all these, these things happen over, his, over these 30 years that he's been ministering? And we can't allow fear to come in. We cannot. Because fear ain't from God. So if you're fearful in any way, cast it down, reject it in the name of Jesus, because that's probably not even your thought. Doesn't matter if it comes up here, it's probably not your thought. And if it ain't your thought, you can cast it out. You can kick it out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ooh, I heard this preacher say this. She said, the Holy Spirit oh, this is, good, is the divine genius in us. Hallelujah. We got a divine genius in us. Come on. Hallelujah. Ha and I thought that was so awesome. He's our divine guide. We cannot fulfill the greatness of God's plan without or apart from the greater one. We can't. So if you're not utilizing the Holy Spirit, come talk to me after. You're not going to finish your course. I mean, well, you might, but it's not going to be a good course. Going to be a bumpy course without the Holy Ghost. The wheels are probably going to fall off at some point, and then the devil is going to try to scramble your brains. Pastor's been talking to us about that for years. We can't do anything outside of him because the devil will try to scramble your brains. He's the one with the power. Hallelujah. I know I'm looking at Andrew. He's doing a great job. He's keeping a straight face. He's like... <laughs> The greatness of God's plan calls for the greater one to lead us. The greater we follow, the more we experience the greater one. He will teach, guide, and assist us. But we must learn to recognize his leading and be obedient to his leading. Oh, yeah. Whew. If we learn to follow the spirit, there's help in all arenas. The physical arena. And the health of our body is if we're dealing with anything, he can help. He has the answer. That, that takes me back to when Cherie was preaching, um, teaching, doing um, healing room. And she said something when she hurt her hand and it was all swollen. She said the Holy Spirit told her, he was like, Cherie, I'm going to lead you to your healing. Come on. He can lead all of us to our healing. That was a testimony. And I was like, man, Lord, that's awesome. Because she was talking about how sometimes we go to quoting a scripture. You know, I'm healed by his stripes. He sent forth his word and he healed us. He rescued us from the grave. And that's the word. But maybe that's not what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Did you get direction from him? If not, we should in all things. He has help for our finances. So if we are lacking in any area, he can turn that around. 
And pastor is always saying 24 hours. He can actually do it faster than that. With God, all things are possible. All things. Nothing is impossible for God. But we have to believe. We have to believe what his word says. Why do we, we're Christians. Why don't we believe what the word says? Why? Because we don't have enough of it in us. And we're not listening. We got to turn towards the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So if your business isn't doing well, are you following the leading of the spirit? Are you doing what he's asked you to do in your business? And pastor was talking about this on Sunday. How about those people that never show up on Wednesday? That don't show up on Sunday? How are you? So you're not even going to show up to get the word? If you ain't showing up, how are you going to ask him to show up? We've got to show up. We've got to. Amen. Praise you. The minimum. <laughs> in our homes. We have it stuff going on in our homes. That ain't godly. That's not... That's not uh, the word of God, he can fix it. But we got to turn to him. Help for our children. Help, that's helping our parenting. So if we got a kid that we just got to spank every day, the Holy Ghost can turn that around. Or if we got a kid that we got to put in time out, God can turn that around. <laughs> well... I'm not going to say anybody's name, but it's one of the twins. <laughs> or it could be both of them. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will help us in every arena of our lives. Every. Every. Hallelujah. Our greatest help and success will come when we follow him. When, he when we follow him, no matter where he leads, we have to go where he tells us to go. We can't pick and choose because I've done it. When, when we were at pastor, I love to tell this story because now it's funny. Back then it wasn't. But we went to Sobel. That's when we first started ministering outside. And pastor didn't tell us that we were going to be ministering by ourselves. We thought we were going with other people. Uh-uh. Winners, what, there was one of us in every group. And I'm like, we don't know how to do this, but the Holy Ghost did. Amen. We followed, and he led us to get people saved at Walmart. I mean, we went to the hospital. I mean, it was so awesome because... We saw these things happen, and we weren't prepared for them. But pastor was prepared. The Holy Ghost spoke to him and told him to do that. But you have to be obedient to your pastor as well. Right. 
I mean, was it hard? Yes. I was like, oh, I don't know, Lord. You know, I'm thinking this in my mind. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know. (laughs) I mean, because we never did it before. But when we got out there, it was so awesome. I mean, we had the most amazing time because he met us there. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We need to constantly look to the Holy Spirit for guidance. So if you need answers to any question, get in your closet, get on your knees, but keep Keep doing it. So what you might not get the answer that first day, that second day, that third day, that fourth day. Continue on the path because he has a word for you. Especially if you're going through some things. He has a word for you. Amen. But we have to pursue it. We can't just give up. Mm, Hallelujah. Um, first, no, not first John, John 530. I probably went off script. Sorry, Jess. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me, therefore my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. And that's Jesus talking about the Father. We need to be talking the same way. That should be out. We cannot do anything on our own. Because what does the word say is that um, he gives us strength in our weakness, Right. So when you are trembling about going out to minister, he'll give you strength because he's already in here. You just got to go. Take that first step and just go because the enemy wants to keep you paralyzed. He wants to stop you from ministering to somebody, getting somebody saved that maybe would have never gotten saved. Getting, giving somebody a word, giving somebody hope and encouragement. That's his job, to steal, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As Christians, if we're not walking and talking with him and continually spending time in his word and listening for the Spirit's direction on the inside, spiritually, we won't be able to accomplish everything he has planned for us. We have to be dependent on the Holy Ghost. We have to want more. We have to be on fire for God. Pastor tells us that all the time. You know, when I look at him, I'm like, I don't know how he does it, but he does it by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit sustains him. The Spirit gives him strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when we think like that, there's nothing that we can't do just like Christ did. Nothing. We have to be, dependency means, we have to develop an attitude of dependency on the Holy Spirit. Dependency means the state of relying on 
or being controlled by someone or something else. You cannot uh, plan your own course. It ain't for you to do, and you can't do it. He, it said before the foundation of the world, he knew about us. It says before you were formed in your mama's womb, he knew and he had a plan for you so you can't do it alone. You might think you can, but you can't. The Holy Spirit has to have charge of our lives. He has to. John 16, 13. I'm probably going off script, but, you know. I just dance while I'm up here. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. How much truth? All. Nothing is left out. So you can go ask him anything, and he will tell you. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. How much more can we want? I don't know. He wants your life. He wants to be number one in your life. He wants you to give everything that he has, and that's something that I've struggled with, giving up, you know, control. Because the Holy Spirit's the one that told me I was a control freak. I'm like, what? Come on now. I can't be a control freak. And then I asked Nikki, and she was like, Mom, you are. I was like, what? Is this truth? He's going to lead you into all truth, even if it doesn't feel good to your flesh. But he's the helper. So he's helping you. When he tells you things that you'd be like, what? He's helping you. He's helping you to move over that hurdle. He's helping you to go on down the road. He's helping you. Amen. 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 And he's never going to stop helping you as long as you're here. Never. So you don't have to be alone because you're never alone anyway. Hallelujah. We need the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing to accomplish all of the things God wants us to do. He has stuff for us to do. He has people for you to love on, even if it's your family. Well, because I know sometimes families, ooh, amen, they can get you in the flesh just like that. (laughs) But he said, let everything you do be done in love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to help you. It don't matter. I mean, he's helped me so many times. I I don't even know. He's he's helped me. And and right now, he's helping us to turn away from those things. Because you should know when you're about to get in the flesh. Come on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need the Holy Spirit because he gives us another degree of understanding. Hallelujah. So if we're standing in the face of a need and we're looking to the word, the Holy Spirit will prescribe a word for you. Mm. If you turn to him, he'll tell you where to go. You don't have to do it on your own. He will tell you. So we need to be looking to him to quicken the scripture to us. Don't just go, I mean, not that, not that everything in the Bible isn't good. Because when I first got saved and I was like, well, Lord, what do you want me to, this is before I even knew about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Andrew, really? <laughs> He's flipping them. And I was like, well, Lord, what do you want me to, what do you want me to read? And I was a new believer, so I didn't really understand. He was like, everything in my word is good. Everything. So you can't go wrong with reading it, but... He'll give you wisdom and revelation on what to read. And that's what you need. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, 92, and 93. Getting hot up here. If your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in my misery. I will never forget your commandments, for by them you give me life. This is what mine says. Mine says, I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine, save me, for I sought thy precepts. Precepts means instructions, commandments. And that's in the Old Testament. Well, so no matter what you need, no matter what you're going through, he he can help you. He's our divine help. There's nothing he doesn't know about. So, I mean, (laughs) you act indifferent, he knows. You don't talk to him, he knows, and he knows why. Hey, I've done it. As much as we look to the Holy Spirit, we're inviting him. We're inviting him to come in and invade our lives, to invade our territory, to take control of things that we haven't wanted to give up. We need to give them up. I remember when Pastor was preaching and he said, God, God grand. And I was like, those are my grand. He was right. Got to let it go. Got to give it to him. We have to. He's the author of life. He can take care of our families way better than we can. Come on. Amen. He can take care of our families way better than we can. <laughs> well... 
but he won't force himself on anyone, but he will show up every time he's invited. So invite him in. Invite him in. And he'll show up for you. You'll never know if you don't invite him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will prescribe what we need in this season and in the seasons to come. It may be different than the last seasons, but he will speak into your life and tell you what you need now. It might not be what you want, but he knows it all. And we should be obedient. Where he leads, we should follow. Just the same where our pastor leads, we should follow. We have to be submissive. And for some of us, it was hard. I ain't saying no names. <laughs> Andrew's going, yeah, Miss Rhonda, I know. Yeah, Miss Rhonda. I mean, because, I mean, it's just the truth. I didn't grow up with a dad. So, I, you know, I'm the oldest. So, you know, I'm like, what? I'm doing this. Wrong. <laughs> That's not what he wants. He wants our heart. He wants everything that we have. Not 5%, not 20%, 100%. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God and the will of God. So if we're seeking to know um, what, what our next move is in business, what our next move is on our jobs, what our next move is here at Winners, he'll tell you. Your pastor's great at recognizing things in us because he recognized some things in me that I didn't recognize. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Our finish will be determined by how well we follow. We have to be followers. We have to. There's no other way to do it. (laughs) If you're going to try to do it another way, you're going to fail. You can't do it without him. You can't. It was designed that way. My goodness. John, I'm going to read this. John 16, 7. This is what Jesus said to us. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. So Jesus knew what he was doing. We need to trust him. He knows better than we do. They were around like before the foundations of the world. Amen. When we follow the Holy Spirit, it gives us the advantage by imparting the wisdom of God. So he'll impart the wisdom of God into us. What more can we ask for? To run our race, to do our jobs, 
to go out and love on people, to minister. That's why we have to know what we're called to do. So we need to be praying about that and seeking his face. If you don't know, pray. He'll tell you. I found out that I was going to be a teacher. Um, pastor told me. And I was like, this is what I always say. I'm like, teacher? Don't nobody want to be a teacher? I was like, Lord. And you know what's funny? When we first came to Winners, we always knew we were worshipers. So I was like, Lord, what is my other gift? And then when pastor told me, I was like, teacher? I was ungrateful. <laughs> I mean, that's an awesome gift by the Holy Spirit. But I was like, man, I, why can't I be something good? At that time, I didn't know what was good, but I didn't think a teacher was good. But what's funny about that is that when I was a kid in high school, I thought I was going to be a teacher. I wanted to be a teacher. But after I got old, I'm like, they don't make no money. <laughs> but that's not why we do things. Not for the money, because we rich. The Bible said Jesus became poor so that we might be rich. So we shouldn't even be worrying about money. Our father owns cattle on a thousand hills. If we're seeking him and doing what he wants us to do, it won't be a problem. I mean, you might have to learn some lessons, but he's with you and he loves you. <laughs> the spirit of God right now is endeavoring to lead us. Endeavor means to make an effort, strive. So he's with us. He's ready. That's why the Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He's always with us. No matter where we go, he's with us. Our mind and our feelings will lead us to failure. So if you're up here, get out of here. It's got to come from your inward, your spirit. Our spirit knows. We might not know. It'll, it'll trickle up. Because I know God has spoke to everybody in here. Who has God spoken to by, by the spirit? Amen. And you know it when he's talking to you. You do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know if I put this one down. 1 John 2.27. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. Just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. 
The anointing gives us knowledge of what we don't know and reveals things to us by the Spirit. It said, <laughs> you don't need anyone to teach you. You can get in your closet. You can be in your car, and he'll talk to you. You could be anywhere. He could be talking to you right now. Doesn't matter where you are, because he's there. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As we take time to feed on the word and pray in the spirit, he will lead and guide us. But we have to take the time to do it. We have to take the time to sit at home or wherever, no matter how much time you have. Because we have time to do other things. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to come downtown. I don't have time to go to the high. That's a, that's a lie. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit told me that when I was complaining. I was like. Lord, dang, I don't want to. He was like, 45 minutes. It goes by so quick. He was like, you can do other stuff. And ever since that day, I stuck it out because it was truth. I was just being selfish, being in my flesh. I was like, I just want to stay home after work on Friday and relax. I need to do what he's telling me to do, what he's calling me to do. Amen. <laughs> well, some of you just got tagged, but it's okay. The thing is, turn it, turn it, turn to him, turn to him. On that note, I have, I have, one, I have a couple more scriptures, but we need to turn to him. It don't matter what you've done, where you've been. It just matter where you're going. You can turn it around. You here, aren't you? Awesome. Okay. I don't think I wrote this one down, Jess, but I can just read this because John 12:40. And I had that in my I have so many Bibles right now. Oh, it's, it's in my King James. I think I, I think I saved it. I did not. <laughs> so John 12, 40. Come on, Jess. This is why I love you. He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted and I should heal them. So what he's saying here is their, their eyes were blinded, their, their hearts was hardened. But they could turn. They had the opportunity to turn so that he could heal them. They didn't. We have the opportunity to turn at any time, at any given moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And turn means to change 
one's mind. So you have the opportunity every day that you get up to seek his face, to do what he's asking you to do, to turn to him first before you get on your phone. Mm. Before you do anything else, we have the opportunity to give him first place. And once we start doing that, things will turn. But we have to do it. We have free will. We have to want to do it. We have to know that if we don't do it, we're not going to finish our race or our course the way he wants us to. It's up to you. Amen. Does anybody want prayer tonight? I knew Anna was going to say something. I mean, I'm just asking because I know, because I do it as well. Sometimes I get up and I'm doing some other stuff. I'm like, well, I'm going to do this today. No, because every time I give my, my day to the Holy Ghost, I have more time. And that makes no sense, but it seems like I have more time because I'm listening to what he says. I'm not doing what I want to do. We have to get out of that mode. Amen. Amen. Does anybody need prayer besides Anna? Well, well, well. Tyler, Andrew, Debbie, let's do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You turning it tonight. If it's not where it should be, you're going to turn it tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God.